0: I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey Strong Mom, welcome back to another episode and today we are talking all things self-love and I'm going to share some confessions with you guys and I'm going to share with you what I think about what self-love is, how does it apply to fitness and health and just life in general and those struggles that I still have around self-love. And and really, you know, as somebody that I have deemed myself a f- self-love fitness coach, I want to be totally transparent that this self-love journey is honestly a lifelong thing. You know, there's things that come up. I think that, you know, I've got this down and then something comes up, right? And I'm always being tested by life and, and just figuring out myself. So I want to be completely transparent that this is a journey that I am on with you as well. I might be a few steps ahead of you in this journey, which is why you're probably here and why you listen to me is because I I share some wisdom, but do know that I am not by any means have arrived. And I don't think that is ever something that you fully arrive on. I feel like this is like an onion and there's all these different layers and you're you're solely unpeeling things, right? And we're getting deeper and into understanding ourselves and really creating that. Self love for ourselves. But you know what? Life, there's things that happen and things change, and we just, it's a constant evolving but i i love that about it that's why i also love fitness and and health like it's constantly something that you can keep evolving within yourself and it's just like this nonstop growth um and just really honoring that journey and never having those expectations that i'm i'm going to arrive one day right like it's just got, i'm just going to have it all figured out one day and that's it and it's not like that and not and, and not setting yourself up to have that expectation in the beginning because that's just setting you up for something that's not realistic. And even I want you to think about this, if that was the case, and you were to arrive at this place of all being all knowing, self love, like I'm perfect at, you know, in a sense where I'm exactly where I want to be, then what next? Like, how unfulfilling would that be? It's just like, well, shit, (laughs) I already got it. I've already done everything. And I'm here. And I'm I have arrived. And it's like, well, now what with my life, you know? So this is, um, that's just a perspective and how I see this. But really how I wanna dive into today about self-love is really get you to think about what this means and, you know, in my perspective of what it means. And I want you to figure out what it means for you and how you apply it in your life. Because, you know, to be honest, there's times... Even thinking about when I was making the notes for this podcast, I'm like, I love myself. I have self-love. And I really started thinking about what does that mean and what does that look like? And what does self-love not look like? How does it mask itself in like ways that seem like self-love, but it's really not, and we're gonna talk about it. And I just started realizing even more how much I really still am on this journey. And this is something that I still am working through. And I've gotten better and I I say I do love myself, but there is moments that... I question things and I have my moments and (laughs) I want to share that with you guys as we go through this podcast and it's going to be a learning journey for both of us so what does self-love mean I think it means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness I think self-love means taking care of your own need and not sacrificing your well-being to please others self-love means not settling for less than you deserve and right there as a mom probably you know this This is where we also have this power struggle, right? The mom guilt versus the self love. And, you know, when we become moms, we think that we are the be-all, do-all, and that everybody in our family has to come before us. And that's what real love means. And that's something as a people pleaser throughout my life, I've had to learn to work through. And it's still something I struggle with saying no. Like if I know it's going to compromise my own well-being, you know, I, I will, I'm the type of person that I will bend over backwards and I will put myself through misery if it means not making some. Somebody else feel uncomfortable and that's something I like I said I've gotten better at and that's having that that's self-love right there is is having those boundaries and knowing you know when you knowing that you're not going to be sacrificing your own needs to the well-being and and pleasing others and it's kind of that slippery slippery slope when you're a mom too because we have these little human beings and they need us right so of course we need to put ourselves um put them you know, forward, but I want to remind you about something. And I've talked about this before is putting your own oxygen mask on first. And what does that mean? You know, if you want to go back and listen to, I did do a podcast episode on mom guilt. I can't remember which one it is, but it's probably one of my favorite. Cause I'm so passionate about it. I can just, I just felt so passionate when I, when I did that episode but I talked about in there how you have to put your own oxygen mask on first. You know, when you go on a flight, what do they tell you? They don't say, oh, put your, you know, if the plane's going down, the oxygen mask falls down. You put it on your kids first. No, they say, put your own oxygen mask on first. And then you worry about the people around you, right? And the, and the reason being because if you don't put your own oxygen mask on first and you've, you're on the freaking ground passed out, You're not helping anybody. You're not serving anybody. And we need to remind ourselves of that, that we are only giving as much as what we got, right? If you're not feeling yourself up, if you're not having that self-love for yourself to take time for yourself to fill up your own cup, you can't give from a cup that's empty, right? And that's what a lot of us are doing. We're just giving half-ass particle bits and pieces of ourselves to those of us, those around us that love us. And if it takes me telling you that. That for it to click, right? Even if the self-love might not come so easily at first, knowing that when you do have that self-love for yourself, you're actually giving more to the people around you. You're giving your best self, right? Because we want to fill our cup up so much where we're giving from the overflow. And that's really, that's where the self-love comes in. And that's why I feel like the foundation of a lot of what I talk about is centered around self-love because this is a journey and things that I've had to deal with from myself, because I'm somebody that used to not love myself at all. I used to, I used to self-harm myself. I used to cut myself. I used to, you know, um, drink too much alcohol. I used to numb myself in different ways. And it's because I didn't like myself. And this has been a long journey. And I think that's something that we, you know, have to remember that that self-love is is a skill and something we have to practice, something I have to practice all the time. You know, because a lot of us, the way we were op- something happened in our childhood or in our upbringing that made us not feel worthy or it had made us have, emo- you know, we weren't given the emotional attention that we needed. And that, that manifested in us thinking that we're not worthy or there's something wrong with us. I know what that feels like. I've lived my whole life asking the question, what's wrong with me? Right. Um, and not feeling worthy enough. And that's really where self love can help. You through that, but it is a practice and a skill. It's not something that, you know, I do feel like we're born with that, but we lose that at, at, you know, whenever we get a little like, I guess, tainted from the world and all the experiences we've gone through. So don't expect that this is like something, if you see somebody that, like a mom or something, it looks like, oh my gosh, she has so much self love and so much self care for herself. That's a practice. She's probably had to work really hard to get to that point. And don't think that she never has issues with self-love. Like none of us are perfect. We're going to have our falling moments. And that's okay. And that's another thing if you're like me and have a perfectionist mindset, an all or nothing mindset where we think that we have to be perfect for it to matter or for us to be worthy, realizing that that's that's not the case and giving yourself grace. And that's another part where the self-love comes in. You know, when it comes to the fitness, it comes to the health, you know, there's going to be setbacks and setbacks happen. That's freaking normal. I tell my clients, anticipate setbacks. They're going to happen. And it's like, okay, you're telling me to prepare for fallen off track? And I'm like, uh, yeah, it's going to happen. It's okay. And so when we have that self-love, we have that compassion towards ourself where we can, you know, just like we would with a best friend, it's okay. You fell down. It's okay. We're going to get back on. We're going to get back up, you know, because if you don't have that compassion for yourself and you fall off track, which is going to happen every once in a while, then you're going to beat yourself up and it's going to put you into a rut and it's a vicious cycle to be in and it's really hard to get out of that rut. It's hard to do something good for yourself like you're working on your fitness and your health when you're beating yourself up right I want you to think about if somebody's standing over there you know if you fell off track and you ate something that you you know quote unquote wasn't on you shouldn't have ate it wasn't on your meal plan or whatever and you're sitting there in your head you know telling yourself all these negative things think if somebody was standing over you telling yourself telling you all those negative things you're thinking in your head like man I can't believe you you effed up you did it again you just don't have enough willpower blah, blah blah you're just always going to be fat. Whatever those negative things are you're telling yourself, imagine if somebody was standing there actually screaming that at you. Do you think you're going to be in any position to want to get back up and and do better for yourself? You're not. And that's essentially what we're doing and we're beating ourselves up. So having the self-love is having the compassion to be like, it's okay. You made a mistake and then you're going to move on. And so this is why self-love is so important in this journey. It, it should be the very beginning. It is the cornerstone. And this is... Where when it comes to fitness, there's a gray area and line. It's, it's kind of blurred because you can have two women. And I'll talk about this. Two women at the gym doing the same thing. Working out right. But their, t- their tensions intention can be totally different. One's doing it because they hate themselves and they're punishing themselves. And somebody the other woman's doing it because she is enjoying the journey. And enjoying challenging herself. But she's also listening to her body and, and giving herself what she needs. So it can look so different but the tension is intention what is what matters so much you know and loving yourself going back to have the setbacks it's like it doesn't mean that you think you're perfect. It doesn't mean that you think you're the most beautiful, talented, smartest person ever. You know, self-love means you accept yourself as you are. You are you accept yourself with your weaknesses and your flaws. And self-love means having compassion for yourself. Self-love comes from self-acceptance. And this is something that I've really had a hard time dealing with. And sometimes I still do because... Um, I do feel like there there's times in my life and I still at moments that I have to catch myself because I am a very emotional person and my spectrum of emotions are all over the place. And sometimes I just feel sad and I or I feel like something's missing in my life or I feel and that's just part of my personality I've come to learn about the Enneagram and I'm a four on the Enneagram and that's like once I learned about that if you don't know about the Enneagram you need to look into it because it just like completely changed my perception of myself and made me realize like oh this is just the way I'm programmed it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with me I'm different from a lot of people but it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me and I and I don't and I'm not flawed right and learning to accept myself and this is just how I am and to stop trying to to change myself because for so long I tried to have change. I'm I, and this is something that's actually really new, like recent to me coming to terms with is that I'm just emotional person at times and that's fine. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. I used to, you know, a, a while back because and and this is like completely very personal. But my husband is not an emotional person and he's not really into crying and he just it it just escalates the situation if I cry. And I used to tell myself if I could just if I could just not cry, like if I could never cry again, that would probably be the best thing for me because it just makes everything worse because I have emotions and I'm so highly emotional and I used to feel like that. And of course, I still like try not to like, Fully just explode on him because I don't think he'd be able to handle it but inside internally knowing like it's okay to have emotions and it's fine that you feel this way and it's fine that you feel harder than most people do it doesn't mean that there's something fundamentally flawed with you and coming to acceptance of that is part of that self-love journey for me that I'm actually going through right now <laughs> you know because I've, I've come into self-love acceptance of my body and things like that like I still got flaws like I, I, I love the way I look and I am fit but I still got self Light And I still, I mean, from kids, I got some skin that's loose. Like there's just things I still get acne. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm not perfect by any means, but those are things that I've have come to accept about myself. And now I'm coming into acceptance about, you know, as my emotions and who I am really fundamentally as a person. And that's something I want you to think about yourself because self-love is not going to happen. Like we kind of put this, perception, like, I'm going to love myself when we give ourselves conditions, like, you're only worthy and lovable when you reach this point, or you're like this, or you look this way. And it's like, that's not how self love works. You got to love yourself right now, how you are, flaws and all, accept it, you know, And, and by doing that, is how you give yourself the power and the grace and the compassion to help you through change, right? Because so this is this is where it's like backwards. We, you know, a lot of women think, and you might think this way, I used to think this way, is like, I'm gonna love myself when I look a certain way, right? We, we like once again, go into those conditional things, but it's like, okay, but you gotta love yourself now in order to get to how you wanna look or to look that way because think about this, how hard is it to nurture and care for something you don't love, right? Think about, I don't know what a good example is. Because I was like, you can't, I can't say like a pet. Because I'm like, oh, like nobody would like make a pet suffer unless they're like a psych, like a psycho or something. But think about just something in general, like a thing. Like if you didn't care about that thing or like it, like do you think you're going to take the time to t- to take care of it? No. And the same thing is with your body. If you don't love yourself all acceptance full acceptance how you are right now do you think you're going to put the time in day in and day out to do the things necessary to better it no you're not and that's where we have the disconnect and it's really goes and that's such a hard concept and thing to like kind of fully come to terms is like you have to accept and love yourself for who you are right now in order to get to where you want to be as in a you know optimizing your body or looking a certain way and that's where I find a slippery slope too when it comes to self-love and this whole body positive thing is oh gosh I'm probably I might piss some people off on this one (laughs) (laughs) because I'm gonna give you my 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 true opinion on this you know we're seeing this movement of body positivity with these uh, like people that are obese and and just just really overweight and that's cool whatever but the thing is um you know, you also get the backlash where they're saying like, oh, because you care about how you look or you're trying to make your body look a certain way that that's not that's not loving yourself. Well, I don't think being obese is is self-love. I'm sorry. I don't I don't. That's not there's there's not self-love there. I understand being body positive, but The the, the truth of the matter is, when you're obese, you're doing things that are unhealthy for your body, right? To get to that way. Somebody doesn't become obese by giving themselves nutritious food, right? Um, And I know that could maybe strike a chord with some people um, that I feel that way and it might sound very harsh and not saying that I'm judging those people by any means. It's just, I have a problem with the body positive movement saying it's okay to be, obese and you should be proud of being obese it's okay like like I said gotta love yourself where you are right to make a change but I don't think we should be promoting that as quote-unquote healthy if that makes any sense and I don't think that on the other hand because you want to change your body you want to get fit that that means that you hate you're doing it out of hatred of your body um, no, no, it doesn't, it depends. It's like I said, it's going back to the intention, you know, it's, it's doing thing out of, out of love, like asking yourself, what is the intention here? Is this out of love? Am I doing this in a loving way or am I doing this because I don't like myself? Like asking that underlying question and you're the only one that's going to know for you what that is. Right, And so that's why it's also hard to kind of gauge this whole self-love thing. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about what self-love is and how it's kind of masking itself because you're going to hear a lot of things about self-love. Yeah, this is my opinion and you're like, you can take it or leave it, right? And we're all entitled to our opinions and there's tons of opinions out there. And I love that opinions make the world go round, but I really feel strongly about this when it comes to self-love and you know, you have to come to your own conclusions as well as what that means for you. And what self-love is, and let's let's kind of talk about that now, because I think this is where um, I also have a little bit of problem when I read things about self-love and and they're telling you, oh, go do this and that. So like, I'll see things like, you know, practices of self-love and it's like, go get a Manny and Petty, go go on a shopping spree, go do basically instant gratification with materialistic things. And self-love isn't about instant gratification. You know, instant gratification that you get from that doesn't last. It's not really self-love. It's not changing anything. And this is really where I feel like it's a slippery slope too on, I don't know why I've been saying that a lot. (laughs) Like that's like my new little um, saying right now, but I see people confusing self-love with buffering. And if you're not familiar with what buffering is, if you are an emotional eater, that's what you're doing. You're buffering. So when you buffer, what you're doing is it's a beha- it's any behavior that you use to not make you feel, right? So if you're feeling something negative or feeling some way that you don't want to feel, an, a Buffering behavior is something that you do to mask that so you don't have to feel. It's like numbing out. It's like zoning out. So sometimes I think self-love or acts of self-love and what we think we're doing out of self-love for ourselves is actually a buffering behavior you know oh i had a really hard day so my self-love today is i'm just going to zone out and watch netflix and pig out on pizza and it's like but that's self-love that's what i need right now i need some downtime and and like i said that's once again coming to asking yourself like why am i doing this and what is the intention behind this isn't this really based out of self-love because once again like that is something for you to decide. But I think that these, we, this is where it's so hard to. It's so, so much gray area. And if you notice, like me, I never give like ultimatums on things. Like I never in my podcast or if I give advice to people, unless I'm doing a one-on-one consult, I, I mean, of course it's gonna be custom to them. But if I know a mass majority of people are gonna be listening, I'm not gonna say like, do this, do this, do this, do this. Like very just like, how, like, cookie cutter, like, this is just how it's going to be for everybody. I try to give you questions to ask yourselves. I, tr- I keep things vague for a reason, because you need to apply this to you, and we're all different. So, you know, for example, like I said, getting your, no- I'm trying to think what would be a good example. Um, oh, okay, good example. Like, I used the, the whole emotional eating thing, right? So people use emotional eater, eating as a way of buffering our emotions, right? It's a behavior that we're using to mask how we're really feeling and not having to deal with the the real emotion at hand, right? For me, I have to watch this with boredom. I'm a boredom eater. Um, that's my emotional eating. And there's different ways of emotional eating. So that's mine. So one thing, like I said, an example of like, if you've had a stressful day or something happened and you're just like using food to zone out in front of the TV, that's a buffering thing versus, oh, okay, I'm going to get to this this evening, I'm going to go have a really nice family dinner somewhere and I'm going to venture off my meal plan. I'm going to eat something unhealthy, but it's going to be in a social setting where we're having fun and that's, that's self-love, giving yourself that like, okay, well, you know, I know I'm on this sort of meal plan and I have these goals, but for tonight, I'm it's okay. Like, I'm doing this because, you know, I want to experience my family, I'm not going to keep myself from experiencing that good social environment, right? So do you see the difference when it comes to, to, to there's two different ways, like it's both women are, are getting off their eating plan, both women are falling off track in a sense, right, quote unquote, falling off track, but one is doing it in an in a aware, self-loving way where it's like, okay, I'm giving myself this pass to eat this meal, unhealthy meal, and this great social environment and and just enjoy the company versus I'm going to get off plan so I can sit on the couch, I can buffer out and just eat all this food and watch Netflix, right? So two completely different things. So this is where, like I said, there's this gray area in this whole self-awareness piece. And I've said before, guys, self-awareness is everything. If if you're not aware of what's going on, you're not going to be able to change anything. Any type of change starts with self-awareness right? So you have to be aware of what's going on. And that is another thing, like I said, I have a problem with self love. And I kind of did, like I said, before this, did a little bit of research and kind of looked through some articles of like what people thought about self love, what are self love practices. And you know, this is really, like I said, this is all how I kind of feel about self love. I think if there's anything else I wanted to share with you guys I think I did a good job on just bringing everything together um so what I really want to kind of leave you with is just to really really evaluate and rethink what you're doing for your own self-love and your own self-care and evaluating your fitness your health your just what you're (laughs) just like how you're living your life and how you're treating yourself and is this coming from a place of self love or is it coming from something else you know that's going on or some emotions that you're trying to deal with and You know, really realizing that self-love doesn't have to come from a place of being worthy when, being worthy when you have the perfect body, being worthy when you look a certain way, being worthy whenever you, you are a certain person, right? Because, and I know this because I've been stuck in the rabbit hole of, I love growing, I love self-improvement, I love self-help, and, but I have to check myself, you know, in a loving way and, and realize like, you're fine the way you are you, you, I accept you the way you are, right, because I'm always, like, trying to better myself, and it's, like, you're fine just the way you are, and it's, and, and knowing, like, it's okay, we always should be striving to better ourselves, but we should always be happy with who we are in that moment, flaws and all, setbacks and all, you know, really just having that grounding space, like, that, that home base, to always be coming from a loving place, right? So it's okay to want to better yourself. It's okay to want to look a certain way. That's fine. But really making sure that it's coming from a place of self-love first, you know? And and always, and not being willing to sacrifice that. You know, it's good to have a goal. Like right now, I'm like trying to... I, um, one of my goals is like just for fun. I know this sounds really funny, right? Probably to some of y'all is to try to have more defined abs, have a six pack abs. And it's not because I think I need to look a certain way or I don't like the way that I look now. I just like, I want to challenge myself and see if I can do that again, right? And, but if it means that I have to sacrifice self-love in some way, like if it becomes to a point where I'm gonna have to severely restrict my calories to a place that is not healthy or I start getting neurotic around food or exercise or whatever, well, guess what? I'm not going, I'm gonna stop that goal. And I think that's the approach that we need to take when it comes to fitness and honoring our bodies and what they are capable of. Always challenge yourself and pushing ourselves, but knowing when and giving ourselves that self-love when it's time to take a break, when it's time to step back. Everything, I feel like things happen in seasons and you're never gonna be, you know, right now, I don't think I am, I don't, I always say like I'm the fittest I've ever been, but there's, I've I've looked better per se, like aesthetically than I have, I mean, in the past, or whatever, I just, I, I go back and forth between things, you know, it's like, you're never gonna always be, you can't put yourself on this pedestal and expect yourself to look this certain way 24-7, and that's okay, like, it's okay, right, right, things come in seasons and waves and and that's why i'm saying like all these other factors are going to change around you but if you're if you're really like zoned in self-aware and asking yourself and always asking yourself is this coming pl- a place of love i don't think you can ever be steered wrong and it's always going to be like that inner co- uh, compass for you to like reevalue where you're going and why and basically what i'm just saying is do everything out of love like you just can't go wrong and that's for everything in life really if you ask yourself you know am I doing this from a place of love so I'm gonna leave you with that I hope you enjoyed today's episode if you do um please leave me a review five-star review let me know how you felt about it and um you know share it with your friends and kind of help me to get this message out there because if it's helping you more than likely it's going to help another mom as well so I'm gonna leave you with that and I'll see you in next week's episode. But for now, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. Bye for now. Hey, mom. Are you struggling to consistently eat healthy? Are you doing good like the beginning of the week until about Wednesday, Thursday hits and then you'll just completely fall off track and you're just really struggling on how to make healthy living a part of your busy mom life? Well, I got something really amazing and it's free to share with you. And I put together a three-part video series where I share three secrets on how I consistently eat healthy year round. And not only that, but these things are tried and true. I've shared them with my clients and it's worked for them. So that means more than likely it's going to work for you. So if you're interested in grabbing that three-part video series, like I said, absolutely free. Just go to www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash three secrets. That's www.mamasnewstrong.com forward slash three secrets.